Welcome to the Truth About ICD-10 podcast, with tips and strategies to improve documentation, billing, and compliance as you transition to ICD-10. This is the ideal podcast for front desk, clinicians, and billers. For more information and to get your free ICD-10 book, please visit www.truthabouticd10.com. And now, your host and author of The Truth About ICD-10, Dr. Nitin Choda. ICD-10 do's and don'ts for the front desk. It's very common for a lot of private practices to have the front desk staff assign the ICD code to a patient visit while scheduling a patient. In fact, some softwares require the assignment of an ICD-9 code when the patient is scheduled so that it's already in the system by the time the clinician sees the patient. Now, from a workflow standpoint, this may this may be uh, you know a streamlined and easy thing to do, but when ICD-10 comes along, there are a couple of problems with this approach. First of all, the front desk needs to be trained extensively to make the selection of the right ICD-10 codes because ICD-10 is going to replace ICD-9. But a bigger problem is that since ICD-10 codes are so vast, since there are going to be more ICD-10 codes than ICD-9 codes, the, the responsibility is actually going to lie primarily with the clinician to make the right selection of the ICD-10 codes. The front desk cannot be expected to, to enter all the ICD-10 codes that apply to that patient visit because this is the front desk we're talking about. It is not the clinician. This is not a licensed professional. This is not a rendering provider. It's Amy at the front desk. So if your software requires you to enter an ICD code with your patient visit with the actual appointment, then you can try entering a dummy code. But again, at the end of the day, the front desk should not be designating ICD-10 codes. And even if the front desk does do that, the, the there's a very, very high probability, I'd say over 90%, that the clinician will either need to change the ICD-10 code as long as it's justified by the supporting documentation, which of course will be entered by the clinician, or the, the clinician will need to expand upon and add several additional ICD-10 codes so that the ICD-10 codes are as specific as possible so, they, so that they demonstrate laterality, so that they demonstrate dominance, so that they demonstrate specificity, underlying conditions, history of trauma as, as may be appropriate. So again, as far as the front desk is concerned, uh, there's really no problem with the front desk assigning an ICD-10 code, but by no means is it you know the end of the story. If anything, that's the beginning of the ICD-10 documentation journey and um, and and if the front desk is not trained in ICD-10, then it could actually create more problems than it can solve. So number one, make sure the front desk is educated about and trained on ICD-10. At the very least, make sure the front desk is aware of the corresponding ICD-10 codes uh, for the top twenty ICD uh, for the top twenty ICD-9 codes that are that are seen by the practice. But even then. There's no one-to-one mapping between ICD-9 and ICD-10. Therein lies the predicament of having the front desk designate ICD-10 codes. So all in all, if you can stay away from it, stay away from it. And the front desk's job should be to schedule the patient if needed, uh, you know, assign a dummy ICD-10 code. But even that I would try and stay away from. 
because at the end of the day, ICD-10 codes have to be designated by and have to be supported by the supporting uh, documentation, which again falls un- under the purview of the clinician.